With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, we've got on the line now Channel 9 Rugby League reporter uh, Zach Bailey. Zach, good morning. Morning, gents. How are we? Very good, Zach. Now the rugby league's back much better. Uh, thoughts on the game so far? Nick and I were just talking about the standard. We both thought Warriors and, and Knights would be bottom four teams. That game was awesome. The other two games, obviously, blockbusters, nothing in it. What, what have you thought of the standard so far? Yeah, well, it's a, firstly, Thursday night was an absolute epic. You know, two of the best teams over the last four or five years going head-to-head and all the storylines going into it. Bellamy, you know, was he going to lose his first round one match? Uh, how would they go to Storm after losing a few players? The Eels, you know, they lost Reed Marnie, Isaiah Papali, these kind of big names and missing the likes of Sean Lane. So for both of those teams, as you both said, to produce such high-quality footy in the first game of the year and for it to go golden point and Harry Grant to score an epic try, like that, would, I mean, you couldn't ask for much more. Uh, I only saw a little bit of the Knights Warriors game because I was heading out to Penrith last night for the footy. But again, they were two teams that, I, you know, I kind of, before that game, didn't have too many high expectations for both of those teams. But I thought Caelan Pong was pretty impressive in, in the halves. That experiment's failed previously with the Knights, so hopefully it pays off moving forward. And then the, the, the match at um, Penrith last night, it started like, you know, two of the two great tries, you know, two tries the year contenders in a third game of the year, and then it, it got wet and it kind of got sluggish, but ended up being one point in it. So, you know, as a footy fan, you're probably watching all those games right through to the 80th minute or even on Thursday night in the Golden Point. So you couldn't ask for much more from the first three games. Yeah, Zach, just a quick one on, on the first three games. Have you noticed any of the, in, every year there's a memo that goes out the week before round one about what the, the referees are going to be cracking down on? Have you noticed too much of things that there was a few offside penalties for Newcastle last night? You might not have seen that going out to Penrith. But have you? there hasn't sort of been anything where like a big magic round sort of crackdown in round one, has there? No, not really, which is a great thing. The last thing you want to do, be doing is talking about the refs, but regardless of the sport. You want them to almost be uh, unseen in matches and just to facilitate them as, they, you know, as the matches go along. So I know on Friday night, uh, Thursday night, there was a bit of talk in the commentary about the speed of the game and players getting used to, and I, I, it's only maybe a half a metre, but you know, both feet having to be behind the ref and not one or uh, the one call in the play of the ball, not several calls with the, from the ref, depending on what kind of tackle it was. So that's, I guess, going to help the attacking team. But I, I don't think we saw much of that last night. It wasn't like, you know, I feel like the last couple of years since COVID in 2020, like there's been so many changes in the NRL with rules mm. and they've just been drastic changes that have completely changed the fabric of the game. And I think we've got it back to a pretty good point at the moment. And... You don't, yeah, like I said, you don't want rule change, you know, drastic rule changes to change the game any more than what it already has. So it's good that we're talking about essentially the footy uh, and not too much about uh, the officiating. Can we just touch on quickly uh, 
Zach, this this Melbourne Storm round one winning streak. Yeah. Is this one of the greatest yeah. streaks in world sport? Was There's it 20, why, 21 seasons now? 22 seasons? And that's round one of regular competition. Insane. The Baltimore Ravens have got a preseason record. I think they've won 20 preseason games. And because in the NFL, they play three preseason games. I think yeah. they've won 20 in a row there. But what the yeah. Melbourne Storm are able to do with a roster where everyone cans it at the start of every year going, oh, they've lost this, they've lost that, and Pappenhausen's not back. Craig Mellamy, amazing. I was sure this was the season that the streak was getting broken. And did, you, sure. and, and did you punt accordingly? I took para, <laughs> I took para at the line, so oh, yeah, yeah, it was all right. It. Yeah, it was all right. What do you reckon, Zach? Is this, a, proud, is this... a, a, a proud bulldog taking para at the line, jeez. It's disgusting, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> bet, with, bet with your head, not with your heart. <laughs> uh, is, it, Craig Bellamy, he's, he's spoken about, well, he's said this time this is going to be his last season, but he has said that every year for the past mm. um, four or five yeah. years. But uh, where, where are Melbourne this season? Well, well, you just spoke about it. Like the the ability for this, whether it's Craig, I guess it starts with Craig, but for him to get, regardless of the turnover in the squad, for him to get his squad up and ready for round one matches for twenty years straight is phenomenal. And like, we saw on the weekend, they haven't all been easy matches along the way. I'd like, I'd actually, I haven't, but I'd like to go back and see every one of their round one matches. But the, the most impressive thing is with the turnover of staff, uh, the players, sorry, is that how they just keep turning up and making it work. Like, you know, there's some players there that they've lost in terms of the Bromwich brothers, you know, Brandon Smith, um, Kafusi. Like, these are all really good representative forwards. And yes, they were a little bit older. You know, they're getting on in their career. But for them to just plug these holes with players, and, then, you know, no Ryan Pappenhausen, who last year, would, you know, probably started as, the you know, one of the game's most exciting players is going to play Origin. And, that you know, his name's been in that frame for the last couple of years. For them just to, to, to come out without those players and prove to the, to the rest of the NRL that, hey, we're not done with yet, is a credit to Craig um, and everyone involved in that organisation. And the, the, the best vision almost of the whole night was when they went to Craig after the game in the coach's box, and he was very happy, obviously, but he, his assistant tried to give him a, a handshake and he just brushed it off saying, no, 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 we don't deserve <laughs> that. No high fives in here. Like, that, you know, they, the boys are probably down in Melbourne getting flogged today, or they will be tomorrow. Um, because he probably wouldn't have been happy with a lot of the performance. But, um, yeah, very impressive, as always, Melbourne in round one. It's looking like off the back of that, Cameron Munster's going to be missing at least two matches with that fractured finger. Mm. This is really going to test their depth this season. Yeah, it will. Like, and I, I guess last year they, they had someone like Cooper Johns that would just slot straight in there. Um, or, on the flip side, if Ryan Pappenhausen was fit at fullback, uh, they'd have put Nick Meany, who was great at fullback, just into the heart. So, I mean, it, it is a real test. And, and, and But just back to Bellamy and the way that he has got this squad to, uh, over multiple years. Like, you know, when Cooper Cronk left, it was like, how are they going to fill the shoes? Well, then Jerome Hughes comes along. You know, when Billy Slater leaves, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen slots in. When Cameron Smith retires, you've got a guy called Harry Grant. But when they lose mass players, like they have this year, it's, it is going to t- test their depth. Um, so it, it is a big test for Craig Bellamy. But if anyone's up for it, I mean, he is—he's the modern super coach in a way. The, the way he gets his squad back. So the good news for Munster is that it's probably only going to be a couple of weeks. If it was a compound fracture, it could be you know six, seven weeks. I, I think uh, going off the NRL physios' reports the other night. But um, yeah, uh, the one thing I'll say about him: what, that freakish play that essentially won Melbourne or got Melbourne back in the contest the other day. 
um, when he's drifting across field and the dummy to himself. And I mean, he almost he sold it to Big Nelson. He thought he had the ball. Uh, just incredible to to think that what he played through to get Melbourne across the line the other night. Absolutely, Zach. Let's roll through the, today's games. The first one, three p.m. at Four Pints Park. Two teams for me that are right on the tipping point this year. That uh, that round one means an awful lot to both of these sides. If mm. if you can get a win, uh, if you're the Manly Se- Eagles or the Bulldogs, it uh, it starts the season off well. So uh, give us a bit of a preview of this game. Well. I'm, Perfect, really. Like Cameron Serrato has been so much hype around his coaching prowess. You know, he coached a couple of games in the absence of uh, Ivan Cleary last year when he was missing. But for him to step into the hot seat and there's so much hype around the Bulldogs, it's going to be great to see uh, how they go with, with their new recruits, you know, Kikau and Reid Marnie. Uh, a pity they've lost Thompson up front. And then you look at Manly and you've got Anthony Seabold who even said a couple of weeks ago that he questioned whether he'd ever be back in the coach's hot seat. Um, and the return of Tom Trebojevic. So it shapes as a real cracker down at Bookie Oval, uh, Four Pines Park, as it's known now. Um, and um, it's a sellout. So oh, personally, uh, I'm uh, I'm a Manly fan who grew up on the Northern Beaches. So sorry, Miss Ole, I'm, I'm tipping against <laughs> your boys today. But I'm going with my heart. But I also think Manly, yeah, I don't know. They should get the job done. But a lot of hype around the dogs. Looking forward to see how they go later in the year. We haven't spoken much about uh, Tom Trebojevic uh, since he's come back from America. If if he stays fit and healthy and on the park, surely he's a crack at another Dalian this season. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And the thing is, it's even bigger than that. Like from a manly perspective, manly are probably a, a definite. Like they look like if you ask a lot of ex- experts, they're definitely a top eight side if he's fit. But they're probably a you know a side around ten to twelve, or maybe even lower if he's not. So yeah. He's, he's arguably the most influential player in the game. So, yeah. I mean, all Manly fans and probably all, all footy fans just want to see Turbo get through today's game. I know you don't want him to have an out-of-ten performance. Look, I'm, um, I'm, I'm a bit conflicted, Zach, because uh, obviously I'm a Bulldogs fan, so I don't want him to have a huge impact on the game. But I'm a New South Wales fan, and I think he is yeah. vital to us winning the series this year. So I don't, want him to, I don't want to see him get injured. Just not a massive impact on today's game. Yeah, yeah, same. And uh, uh, one test I cannot wait for is the Matt Burton missile bombs that he's going to put up and oh, see yeah. how Turbo goes. There's no real bigger test, it, you know, especially if it's a little bit breezy there because the wind gets straight into Brookie Oval. It's not like the massive grandstand. It blows straight in over the hill. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait for the 3 o'clock game. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Look, uh, agree to disagree on who will win, <laughs> but good luck with that one. Uh, um, no doubt we'll talk to you throughout the season. And uh, thanks for joining us on the Mowers Club. All good. Also, the uh, the lawns I've seen across Sydney this morning are absolutely glistening after the rain <laughs> last night. So, cracking Saturday footy ahead. Perfect. Thanks, Zach.